Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSRHealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. So glad you're here. Tune in to Marianne Live by Marianne Camarado. Da 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 da. Da da You made it. Yes, another day on the planet, breathing in and out. Uh, yeah, we're, we're together here trying to stay awake. And, and once we can stay awake, we can help others awaken. And that's what we're doing here on HealthyLife.net Radio. So you're definitely in the right place. And, uh, we're so glad to be doing this with you. Um, today we're going to be talking with Marie Jones, who's written a new book um, called Mind Wars, a history of mind control, surveillance, and social engineering by the government, media, and secret societies. It's a topic that's up for a lot of folks. <clears throat> we're going to get into that this hour. It's funny, it reminds me that recently I had a drone fly into my front yard I didn't really know what a drone was. This was like a couple of years ago. Um, and I was terrified because I kind of heard about them and the ones that, you know, fire missiles. And it crashed into my front yard and I ran outside. I didn't know what that sound was. It was so foreign. And then I got so paranoid, I jumped on it and like was stomping it. And then there was this little box and I thought, oh my God, that's the camera. So I like, held it up to my face and I started screaming at it like, who are you? What are you doing on my property? Blah, blah, blah. And then I thought, oh, no. Like, maybe they think I'm crazy. I don't know. <laughs> Look, at we, we are all wrapped a little tight. And uh, Marie Jones tells all about this. This is just one little glimpse into a fairly normal person's psyche. Well, I'm not sure if I'm normal, but I'm just saying. A lot of us are paranoid, and we have good reason to be. And Marie Jones is going to help us understand What's going on out there? What should we be concerned about? Are, are people trying to control our minds? How long have they been doing that? We'll start with a little history. Okay. Let's first take an audible breath together, finding your breath in your body, noticing where it is. Let's come back out of the mind for a moment into the body. The body helps us ground. It helps us handle and contain all of these thoughts and ideas. The body holds infinite wisdom. It is the seat of the soul. Without the body, the mind doesn't work. Hello, just saying. So finding that breath, finding yourself within that breath, and feeling yourself. I like to call it seat, but breath is my one of my mentors says, find your feet, find your feet, and find your breath. And just ground in there. Because what we're going to be talking about this hour is definitely a trip and might 
be upsetting or frightening or disturbing, and certainly we're looking for some answers. So we want to ground. And the next thing in our practice here at Marian Live, if you're just joining us for the first time, is let's find a portal of gratitude so we can get our perspective in alignment with what we value. So for embodied, we're not falling into the Western cultural ideas of the split between mind and body. We're going to get back in our bodies. And then finding that sort of right sense of orientation with what we value. And gratitude for most of us, for a lot of us, is a great way to orient ourselves, particularly if we're facing something difficult or challenging. It helps us stay in our hearts stay in our bodies, it helps our perspective uh, expand some. My favorite way to do that is to ask the question, who helps make it possible for you to do what you're doing right now? Given we're human beings, not human doings, and just reframing that just a little bit, just, just doing, all this doing, but, but there's so many people that help us do what we do so we can feel safe in the world. Who's on your list? Who makes it possible for you to do what you're doing right now? Uh, here at Marianne uh, Live, i got to tell you, our honorary sponsor has been for about a year now, OneWorldChildrenFund.org, if you're online, uniting people to improve the lives of children affected by poverty. And on a national level, the National Action Organization committed to changing the way our culture values each other. They are responsible for this program. 100% of the proceeds go to programs just like these, by the way. And on a local level, because uh, my office, our studio here is in Northern California, uh, from where I sit in my seat, breathing in and out, trying to find my portal of gratitude. I love to hang out at the Open Ticker Bookstore in San Rafael, California, where they've got books just like Marie Jones, our guest today, Mind Wars. Books that are offering people devoting their lives so we can awaken, stay in our bodies, expand our minds, and then hold the tension between the two so we can feel, um, we can handle the paradox. And, uh, yeah, on that note, we're going to turn our attention towards our guest today. Okay, everybody's breathing in and out. I'm assuming it's a gift, by the way, if you forgot that part. We're trying to access some gratitude. We're situating ourselves to be able to receive the presence that our guest, Marie Jones, is offering us today by being present, right? These are not cliches. I'm not trying to be pedantic either. I, I'm doing it right with you. Cultivating practice is how we're going to navigate the material, for example, that Marie Jones is going to talk with us about. If we don't have a program, if we're not anchored to our sense of self, we can fall prey to a lot of what Marie Jones is talking about here, and we know that this is happening to folks out in the world. Uh, that being mind wars, right? A history of mind control, surveillance, and social engineering by the government, media, and secret societies. Oh, yeah. Behind every myth, fairy tale, and legend, hidden within art, song, and structures of ancient times is an encoded layer of wisdom, science, and truth. Information went viral long before the Internet and served as a foundation for mythology, sacred architecture, and symbolic imagery throughout the ancient world. Uncover the information highway of the past and explore how it affects the more modern methods of communication today is what Mind Wars is about. Marie Jones is joining us today. She's a best-selling author, 
of over a dozen nonfiction books on the paranormal, UFOs, cutting-edge science, consciousness, and metaphysics. Uh, she's also a novelist, by the way, with several books uh, debuting in uh, 2015 and 16, um, and an option screenwriter. I want to talk with her about that, and writes for dozens of magazines and uh, is, is a real expert in this field, and we are just grateful to have her with us today. Marie, welcome to the program. We're so glad you're here. Well, thank you for having me. It's good to be here. <laughs> yeah. Marie, most of us feel like our minds are out of control, okay? Right? <laughs> That's because they are. <laughs> <laughs> right? We've got a lot to manage, and so yeah. what the heck is going on here? Well, I, you know, I call it information overload. I seriously think it's a symptom of just the sheer amount of information that we have to deal with in these more modern technological times. And when you have all that information coming at you, you can get lazy and start to absorb other people's opinions, ideas, beliefs, um, even emotions, uh, because at times it's so much easier to do that than to formulate your own opinion, your own ideas. And... It, it becomes harder to fight it. It also becomes harder to identify what ideas are your own, what opinions really originated yeah. with you and not somebody else. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Because you say that and I think, oh, these are my ideas. I can hear them in my head. But where they come from, like you said, our childhood, ancient times, history. How does this work? How long has this been going on? This is a great thread. Oh, gosh. I think people you know ultimately mind control is just the desire to to control someone else's thoughts behaviors and actions for your own benefit and you know mind mind control can be positive i mean you can use mind control to learn how to lose weight or quit smoking or you know change a bad habit but this book focuses more on the more negative aspects throughout history. I really think that from the dawn of humanity, we have been looking for ways to manipulate each other, whether it's in interpersonal relationships, our villages and communities, uh, and now through the media and the political system in order to keep the status quo going and keep the little guy down. Manipulating other people's thoughts and behaviors is a part of human nature. Unfortunately, it becomes much darker when people really are victimized and have no idea what's being done to them. And, you know, throughout our history, it's even been deadly, as in the MKUltra period uh, during the 1950s through the 70s. And this is a black mark on, on our history as a nation where we literally permitted a government sanctioned program of behavior modification and mind control on a huge scale involving hundreds, you know, thousands even of um, often unwilling subjects, including children, a lot of children, women, uh, prisoners, mental patients, you, you name it. And all of it was done under the idea that we were trying to learn how our Korean POWs had been brainwashed. Uh, I'm sorry, our, our POWs had been brainwashed during the Korean War. So there's sort of this beneficial motive that we're told was behind the origin of MKUltra. The problem is really what happened is we began to use the same techniques to learn how to brainwash not only the enemy, quote-unquote, but our own people. And that's something that seems to happen a lot with 
top secret programs that involve the government or the military, they often go from being defensive to offensive. And But the thing is, I mean, we have cults. We've had cults uh, throughout history. We've had religious mind control throughout history. It's not new. It's, it's really not anything new. Yeah, it's interesting because as you're talking, I'm thinking, and just in current times, even at the last 30 or 40 years, if you look at the media's portrayal of the glamour involved, right? You can look at, and I'm going to bring up Anthony Robbins as, as a positive pole of this, right? Right. The control of your mind. Um, the pop psychology is we need to control our thoughts. We need to focus them. We need to focus our feelings, right? So we, we, many of us have benefited from trying these techniques in the positive. But what I'm hearing you say uh, is uh, that, and by, I'm sorry, so let me finish that thought. So it, it, glamorizing that, uh, moving from them being positive and helping enhance our lives to uh, uh, glamorizing the negative aspects is what I wanted to finish by saying, right? Right. Well, and we can blame entertainment industry for part of that. You know, movies about spies and assassins that were part of some mind control program, you know, they do glamorize what really was a a very black part of our history. And like you said, absolutely, using how to control your own mind is always going to be a good thing. Because basically, if you're, if you're trying to do that, you're trying to do it for a benefit, you know, a beneficial reason. You want to improve your communication skills. You want to get over shyness, whatever it may be. The problem becomes when we step outside of our own personal boundaries and try to control someone else. So, yeah, and that's what the media, you know, mass media manipulation right now with the political, uh, with an election coming up and what we're seeing happening all over the news lately, it's, it's so obvious, it's so blatant. And yet there are still millions of people out there who don't realize that they're being manipulated. Yeah, and here's an, another interesting sort of ipso facto is some of us know and we're still watching. Yes. I was, I was on the path with some friends, and I don't mean the metaphorical path. I, mean, I was actually on a path near my house walking, <laughs> right? And really bright folks and pretty politically savvy. And um, they you know, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't watch this. Uh, type of news program because they're owned by, you know, that corporation and this and that and on and on. So they know who owns what, who's propagandizing who, and yet there we were, knee deep in uh, our, you know, uh, perspective, uh, perspective we think are our own, but we, yeah. I could see how clearly we were being um, you know, infiltrated and um, manipulated by the very thing that we know about. So let's talk about that for a second. We know we're being manipulated, and yet here we go, you know. Yeah, you know, we're such willing victims, aren't we? Sometimes, <laughs> But sometimes. the thing is, you know, you can, you, there are different levels. So let's say, the, let's go with the entertainment industry, which I'm a part of and I absolutely love. Yeah, me too. So, you know, you can be entertained by a movie or a TV series or reading a novel, but there's still some manipulation going on. Uh, you know, you're still absorbing another person's ideas, thoughts, the way that they view the world, um, you know, their interpersonal relationships. And also, in the case of motion pictures and TV, product placement. You know, little little hints that you should buy this Coke or this product over here because a lot of money, you know, filmmakers can raise a lot of money by using that. And that's kind of innocuous. I wouldn't worry too much about that. 
most of us read a novel, we're entertained, but we still can kind of keep control of our own thoughts. Mm -hmm. The news media is where you just have to, you've got to stand back, you've got to be detached. It is no longer anything close to journalism. Yeah. It's no longer anything close to news. It is spin and opinion on top of spin and opinion under the guise of news, and people are eating it up. Mm -hmm. And simply because they don't have the time, the energy, or the wherewithal to say, hmm, I want to check out all sides of that and see if that's really true. It just nobody has the time to do that. We're too overloaded. And interestingly, there's a lot of research out, uh, Marie, in terms of where we're spending our time. A lot of us say we have no time, but uh, yes. it turns out that a lot of our time is spent frivolously. Uh, what do you think about that? Meaning, you know, four, five, six, seven <laughs> hours of watching something and you're not actually living your life. Exactly. You're watching your fake life happen. <laughs> Talk about that. You know, it's so funny. I am a huge Walking Dead fan. I mean, I'm <laughs> rabid, pun intended. Um, and so... And because as a writer and somebody who also writes fiction and for film and TV, I, I'm more than just a fan. I mean, I'm deconstructing the stories and looking at the characters and whatnot. But what I've found is I've had people say, oh, you need to watch Game of Thrones. You need to watch this. You need to watch that. And I am thinking, if I got as rapidly addicted to any of those other shows, I would have no time to write. And, and then I look at social networking. Now, I'm really outgoing, and because I'm writing in solitude most of the time, you know, sometimes for me that is my socialization for the day. But I do catch myself thinking, wow, you know, I, I've been on here for a little too long. I need to get – there are people, though, that you're absolutely right. I know some of them personally who I hear them say, I don't have time to write up my novel. I don't have time to start my business that I want to start. But I see them wasting time in all these other ways, and I think it is just such an addiction. Yeah. I think yeah. It, it certainly can be, and I don't think anybody's really immune. I, I really don't, and it's just sort of what's here and how do we sort through that. So circling back around, right, we, we are just infiltrated. They're bombarded with information, including now the way to be intimate includes being electronically involved. It includes the media, the way that we uh, our feelings and our pleasure centers are stimulated media is becoming sort of cyborgian really it's like it's become a part of who we are right it has blend it is happening now that said you're pointing out if you're just joining us on marianne live marie jones is with us she's just written a book a fabulous book mind wars a history of mind control surveillance and social engineering by the government media and secret societies and marie you're, you're sort of helping us make these distinctions like Commercials, ah, maybe they're going into your subconscious. Maybe you'll buy an extra bottle of Tide versus Gain or whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like you probably aren't going to go pick up a gun and go to the local theater, which when we get back, we're going to talk about who's watching, who's saying what, where, and how the news and other hidden forces may be manipulating you to do things uh, that you shouldn't be doing and that are affecting us all. we get back right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. Back in just a minute. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. 
Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We ordered no more love life drama for us. Hi, everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host Marianne Camarado, and I'm David Raynal. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships, and how self inquiry can help. I mean, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single, and over 50% end in divorce? Yet. We spend an average of one third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind. The great relationships begin within self inquiry divination deck because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. .com. Okay, so you have a couple of days off, and you're planning to get away from stress. You may be planning to go across the world or even taking a staycation around town. Well, Hotels.com can get you a room in over 158,000 hotels, 60 countries, for 50% off. That's reducing stress already. Plus, collect 10 nights, and you'll get one night free. And there's no cancellation charges, no change fees. For the best deals, even last-minute deals, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Hotels.com. Music, information, and friends. HealthyLife.net. Okay, everybody, welcome back. We're so glad you're here. We are on a fast track, a deep fast track with Marie Jones. She's written a book, Mind Wars, for us. Uh, we're talking about the history of mind control, surveillance, and social engineering by government, media, and secret societies. Okay, Marie, we've sort of talked about the media, the influences of the media, are the, the, the distinction between manipulation and mind control. You know, we naturally manipulate people, but when it's intended to harm, it's another story. On that same point, as we move deeper into this discussion, in the beginning of your book, you take care to differentiate between sociopathy, um, narcissism, and these kinds of things. Because this is a neighborhood we get into when we think of the type of people and now agencies that not only have these characteristics but are sort of acting as these super giant structures that are sociopathic, right? Let's talk about this and make some distinctions around these kinds of terms. Well, the reason why this is so important is because, you know, people say, oh, you wrote a book about mind control. Yeah, 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 MK Ultra cults. I get it. What they don't realize is that this manipulation, like I said, it, this is a part of human nature, human behavior. And a lot of times it's going on in our personal lives in ways that we don't even think about. So one of the most important things that I, we, Larry and I wanted to touch on was that there are people 
I mean, all of us, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone, if it's a romantic relationship, a friendship, a familial relationship, there's always that sort of give and take where you're trying to manipulate them or maybe they want to control you to do this or marry that person. There's all that. That's well and good. But there's some more sinister aspects to this. We wanted to write about narcissism because this is something that is so rampant in our society right now. And it is so damaging and so destructive. And as far as I'm concerned, it's one of the most destructive forms of mind control there is. A lot of cults, the leaders, are narcissists. They're sociopaths. They're psychopaths. Politicians. And we can name a few, or we cannot. Um, just people that have this sort of sense of God, God-like power about them. Uh, but they're very damaging. Now, the problem is that most people, when you say the word narcissist, they think, oh, you're just talking about someone who's arrogant or conceited. I know a lot of those. Well, that's not true. A true narcissist has very specific behavioral characteristics, and anybody can Google them. I can read a few. Um, They're very specific. It is a personality disorder, and it's it's something that you want to avoid if possible. So some of, some people, of the, uh, hang on. When you say personality uh-huh. disorder, let's make that clear for folks. It doesn't mean a proclivity or a bad habit. No, no. It's okay. a disorder. It's NPD. Now, I don't, I know that, uh, you know, there's a, the American Psychiatric Association. They have accepted it in some regard as a personality disorder, although there is some debate within the association. Because, you know, narcissism can have its extremes as well. It has a spectrum. It has a spectrum. Because I think we all are a little bit, and that's healthy. It keeps our egos and, you know, working so that we can go about our day and do business and what have you. But we're talking about people. I'll read some of the the characteristics. So somebody who has a grandiose sense of self-importance. And I am talking about someone who exaggerates their achievements. They they lie about their talents. They they bump up their resume. Um, they tell people that they're certain things that they're not. That they're experts or scientists or whatever. Um, so there's a lot of exaggeration of how self-important they are. They're preoccupied with fantasies of success, uh, ideal love and beauty. Everything has to be perfect. They think that this is what they deserve. They feel a sense of special entitlement to to things, um, and they treat most people as being beneath them. One of the most important things, they require constant and excessive admiration and adoration. And you'll note that a lot of cult leaders are, are like this. You know, they want that adoration from their followers, and if you don't give it to them, you're punished. Um, they're very exploitative of others. They take advantage of people. They walk on people. They use people as stepping stones. They take credit for things that they don't do. Um, they lack total empathy. And this is where sociopathy and psychopathy come in as well. Sociopaths and psychopaths, in, again, along the spectrum, have no empathy whatsoever. They don't have a conscience. Uh, of. They're not conscious of their actions, really. They don't have a conscience. They cannot identify the feelings and needs of others. Um, extreme envy and jealousy, haughty behavior, and there's others that, that go on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're just a little conceited or you know somebody who's a little arrogant, that doesn't mean that they're narcissists. Yeah. 
narcissists destroy people. They do it with very subtle manipulative techniques, the same techniques that were perfected in MKUltra, the same techniques that we see in cults, and the same techniques that the media and politicians and religious leaders use to keep the people in line. So where, that's a great definition. Thank you for that. I think a lot of people, their little bells are going off like, oh my God, that's... I know somebody like that, yeah. And, and we do, we all do, and God bless them, because narcissism, we used to think once a narcissist, always a narcissist. Now we know it's a disorder, and, and it's really supported in our culture. Being it is. so self-centered, the selfie stick for me was the symbol of we have now landed into exalting the narcissistic behavior. Okay. Yeah, so that's crazy. So having said that, we're talking about something even more sinister, you said. We're talking about how do we... Uh, know when these forces are now pointing towards us in ways that are literally evil and dark and, and things like controlling uh, the younger generation to commit these, these mass murders and, you know, what, what's the spectrum now of, of the kinds of ways these narcissists are currently moving uh, through the world, infiltrating our minds in ways that we need to be aware of? I think one of the most important things is to look at a lot of segments of society as almost being cult-like. Um, we think of cults as being, oh, you know, Jim Jones and 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 uh, David Koresh and the Branch Davidians and you know, uh, Heaven's Gate. We think of them as being things that are so outside and so separate from us. We think that we're way too intelligent to ever get caught up in a cult. And yet research shows that it's actually the opposite, that very intelligent people do, because cults don't play on intelligence, they play on empathy. So if you start to look at the behavior that goes on in a cult, and you then look at some of the things that are happening on a larger scale in society, you see how those same manipulative techniques of coercion, coercive persuasion, rhetoric, um, I, you know, focusing on somebody's identity, going for their weaknesses, intermittent reinforcement. My God, that is one of the worst kinds of things that you can expose a, a human being to. Different psychological tactics that are used, that are being used through the media, that are being used through religion, world religions. You know, I hate to sound anti-religion, but organized religions are very cult-like. Okay, and and if you and, and not all, you know, yeah, I'm yeah, generalizing, but um, so if you don't have a strong sense of self, if you don't have a strong sense of identity, or if you aren't aware and awake to this stuff that's going on, it becomes very easy for people to behave like lemmings, for people to listen to someone, to do what they're told, to not even question authority. Right, right, right. Um, we become robots. We become, you know, victims zombies. and mass. Yeah, zombies. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's why The Walking Dead is probably yeah, so popular, right, really. Yeah. I think it's so symbolic yeah. of what we're going through. Yeah. Uh, Professor Elizabeth Nelson uh, does a lot of research on zombies and took a course recently on fascinating uh, concept as an archetype. Uh, how do we avoid being a zombie, be, being a victim here? Where are we being targeted? Uh, could you be the next target for some sinister operation? Are you being watched right now? How do you know? Well, when we get back, Marie Jones is going to 
tell us, point out some of the ways uh, that this is happening. Oh, let her count the ways that we get back right here on Marian Live. Back in just a minute. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered, ordered No, no more, more Love Life Drama, drama for, for Us. Shh, over here. Here's a secret for a virus-free computer. ESET, they've been a pioneer in the antivirus industry for over 25 years. 25 years of innovative, top-rated antivirus protection. ESET's award-winning security solutions provide a safe online experience for over 100 million home and business computer owners. They are so affordable, fast, and simple to use. So be gone, you blue screen of death. ESET's on my computer. If it's not on yours, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on ESET now. Did you know that in seven minutes you might save $522 on car insurance? Well, this makes sense. Since 21st Century Insurance's company's website has been rated number one in responsiveness by Keynote. Serving customers since 1958, 21st Century Insurance has a 24-7 online policy and claim service. You can get a quote fast and easy, so get your quote by visiting HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click right on the 21st Century Insurance banner. More exhilarating talk. HealthyLife.net. All right, everybody. Take out your notepad. Marie Jones is here. She's in the house. Put your recorder on. Whatever. You can listen to this again and again. Marie Jones, you're going to tell us now who's out there controlling our minds, what are the different ways that uh, they're doing it, and tell us some stories about this because this is some scary stuff. Oh, my God. There is, yeah. We can go way down the rabbit hole with this one. Um, yeah, it's scary. And I mean, okay, so you can begin at the very personal level and obviously look around uh, at your life and see who feels manipulative, who do you feel weak and victimized by. Um, but on a grander scale, there seems to be a lot of social programming going on, whether it's through the media, through the news, through, the, through our entertainment industry, through social networking, through our religious leaders, what have you. Uh, the idea being that we are being programmed en masse uh, to behave a certain way, to believe a certain way, to act a certain way, and a lot of this is very effective when you have people who have a weak sense of identity. People love to be a part of what's called like the group mind. And I'll talk, you know, Edward Bernays, is, he's a, was a nephew of Sigmund Freud, believe it yes. or not. He's, yeah, you know, he's considered the, the father of public relations. But, well, propaganda. Yeah, and propaganda, exactly. He wrote a book in 1928 that really examined the use of propaganda and was kind of ahead of its time. But... You know, he talked a lot about the group mind and that you can control the masses. You can manipulate them without them even knowing it. 
and that there are very specific ways to shift perception and promote certain behaviors and then downplay others. So there's the reasons for doing this. A lot of times it's money and power, and again, I truly believe, and you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I have researched conspiracies enough to know that a lot of them, you know, where there's smoke, there's definitely fire. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, there are really, there's really only one reason why anybody would want to control someone else, and that's to have power over them. So if you talk about the grander scale, obviously there are people out there who want to have power over the public to keep a certain status quo operating. They want to keep most of the public weak, tired, sick, you know, ineffective, (coughs) excuse me, not fighting back, not rebelling. Everybody's just kind of zombied out, as we were talking about earlier, which allows the one percenters, the wealthy and the powerful to continue to operate as they are without too much rebellion or resistance. And money, greed, you know, just wanting to control the most important resources on the planet, I think that there are a lot of reasons why this happens. But it can also be as simple as wanting a presidential election to go a certain way because the powers that be have an investment in one candidate over another. Um, Advertisers, they want to get you to, to buy their product. Big Pharma, they want to get you to buy this drug that you don't even need. But they're going to give you all kinds of positive reasons why it's going to help you. <coughs> so there's well, propaganda everywhere. Well, while they're saying under their breath, by the way, if you take this, your penis is going to fall off, you're going to have a heart attack, you're going to die, you're going to, you know, get Crohn's disease. Right. <laughs> you won't have any allergies. Woohoo! Yeah, you know, woohoo! You hour erection, but you might have a heart attack. You know, my you son and I get the biggest kick out of those side effects because <laughs> oh half the commercial, no, more than half the commercial <laughs> is the reading of the side oh, effects. And they're terrifying. I can't even, I club plug my ears because I'm so sensitive. Yeah, I'm like, you know what, I'll, I'll keep the rheumatoid arthritis. <laughs> Thank right, you very much. Right. I like, yeah. Oh, my God. All right, so. Some of the scary stuff. What's what stuff we don't know that's happening? Who's trying to control our minds here? And, and, and you know, we can look at each segment as we go. But, you know, like somebody was saying the other day, they had a, a smartphone. And they heard, uh, they turned it <laughs> off, and they said, oh, no, it can still watch you. It's listening, it's recording, it's looking at you. Absolutely. What's going on? That's terrifying. Okay, so let's talk technology. <laughs> Okay, we, we love our gadgets. We love our technology. This is where um, my co-author, Larry Flaxman, is an expert at cybersecurity and all kinds of stuff. And, wow, did he enlighten me to some things. For example, yeah, if you have a smart anything, um, you can think that you're disabling location trackers and your camera and whatnot, but, it, but listen, you're not. If somebody wants to watch you or take pictures or get into your phone, my son could probably do it. It's not that difficult. Oh, um, you know, but but we know we know from the Snowden, you know, Edward Snowden and the release of the NSA spying through phone records, AT and T, Verizon. We know that we everything that we do whether it's done on a computer or through a smartphone or even our phone calls everything we do is being tracked the thing is it it may not be that much to worry about because the sheer amount of data i mean just you know we're billions and billions and billions of bits of data Mm -hmm. that are going through computer systems and they're looking for specific phrases and terms Mm -hmm. and they're looking for patterns Mm -hmm. 
the idea being to find, you know, possible terrorist activity or identify uh, a catastrophe or something before it happens. So you can say to yourself, okay, that's fine. I understand. I'm living in a little bit of a, a police state here for security reasons. But it goes beyond that now. Um, I literally had to disable the webcam, on my, the, the built-in camera on my computer because it started taking pictures. And I asked my son, and he was like, I don't know, Mom. I don't know if that's possible. And I asked a friend who works in uh, cyber not cybersecurity, but technology, and he said, oh, absolutely. If someone has access to your uh, computer, they can take pictures of you, block the, the little camera thing, and disable your webcam. I, I, was, I couldn't believe it. Oh. You know, the thing would go off, you know. I would hear it taking pictures. I could hear the clicking sound. So um, one of the other things that you were talking about, drones. Yeah, one of the, I beat one up. Yeah, <laughs> and you know what? You can go to jail for that. Isn't that something that a drone can fly onto your property or over your property, spy on you, uh, even bash into your home, and if you shoot it down, you're you're going to be at fault. What, now, if, what if you stomp it? Can I go to jail for that? You like, can in some states. I know that there are people that are really insisting that we have, you know, better privacy laws for well, drones. I didn't know what it was, so I'm I feel free, and I'm now of course paranoid. I really didn't know what it was. I thought yeah. it was one of the little spaceships, but then I thought, oh, it's a drone. Well, I don't even know what that is. Blah blah. It's an invasion of privacy. Now yeah. I know that there are a lot of drone enthusiasts. We have a huge uh, organization here in San Diego that build drones for motion pictures so that they can get, like, really cool 360-degree shots, blah, blah, blah. But they go down to the beach and they test them and they do all their crap, you know. The problem is there are a lot of people that have them for personal pleasure. They're hobbyists. I mean, you can go buy a drone kit and build your own. And we don't, and and then you wonder, too, well, are the police using them? Are the FBI using them? And there's no enforcement uh, because they can just fly over your property in 10 seconds. And, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? They're, they're here, they're gone, but they're still invading your personal property. And so many of the laws in most states drone-friendly, and that's starting to change as people, uh, you know, there was a case of a guy who caught one. His daughter was out sunbathing. This is somewhere in the, the south, I believe. And he shot it down, and the police came knocking at the door. He's like, oh you know, they're God. filming my daughter. She's out there in her bathing suit. And oh, my God. My well, property. Yeah. So. Well, look, at we're all parents. The rest of us, some, whoever's the narcissist, to the other side of the neurotic paranoids, and we're not paranoid for no reason. We'll get back after the break more. Right here on Marion Live with Marie Jones. She's going to tell us what we can do to defend ourselves, protect ourselves, if anything, when we get back right after these messages. I don't want to date anymore. What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event. Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love. Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. 
proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship. Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No More Love Life Drama for Us. MarianneLive.com is where you can go to keep up to date with what and where relationship expert, author, and radio host Marianne Camarado is appearing next. Besides Marianne's three radio shows weekdays on HealthyLife.net, you can find out details about upcoming or ongoing seminars and workshops. How about information for ordering copies of books or DVDs? That's also available at MarianneLive.com. Find out about core certification, certificate of responsible relationships, www.marianlive.com, core certification, learning tools to attract, build, and sustain great relationships. Also sign up for Marianne's newsletter to be informed about upcoming events and possible workshops or speaking engagements in the Northern California area, www.marianlive.com. What does HealthyLife.net and Amazon.com have in common? Well, they're both available on the Internet. They both give great value. But most important, most of our positive program hosts and guests are accomplished authors. And their books are available from, you got it, Amazon.com. Now it even gets better than that. Because when you're listening on air to a HealthyLife.net host or guest, you can go directly to Amazon.com and you can order your book while you're still listening to your favorite HealthyLife.net program. So when you hear an author you like, go to the homepage of HealthyLife.net and click on Amazon.com. HealthyLife.net, the positive radio network. All right, everybody. I just spared you. During the break, my producer and our guest, we were talking about the even worse things that are happening. People drinking liquid and eating chips that they can follow us around, looking through walls from the space. I mean, we are invaded, okay? Let's just put it that way. People are watching us. They're trying to control us. Marie Jones, what the heck can we do about it? Oh, gosh. You know, I I hate to say this, but not a lot. Mm. In terms of, okay, so we'll start with the, the mind control, the manipulation. In terms of what is going on with people trying to manipulate your thoughts and opinions, be aware. Really take a good look at people's motives. Step back from the media. Do not watch the news. If you have to, watch it knowing that you're watching entertainment. You use incredible amount of discretion. So that, yes, when it comes to the media manipulation, the mass mind control, even interpersonal relationships, there is a lot you can do to protect your own mind. Have boundaries. But when it comes to surveillance, when it comes to the use of technology to keep an eye on us, there's really not a lot we can do except try to protest, um, you know, hit the streets, and, and people just aren't willing to do that to try to change the laws. It's very difficult even to change the laws now to protect property owners from having drones drive, uh, fly over their property. So when it comes to your cell phones and computers, do the things that you can do to protect yourself from viruses or um, with your cell phone. Try to avoid tracking location devices. Make sure that you, um, you know, there are things that come with your phone that you can disable. You don't need to put every app. I don't know if people know, notice this, but every time you buy an app or add an app, you are accepting the makers of that app to be permitted to look at your pictures, your social networking pages, 
all of the information in your phone, and most people just click agree, and they don't even read that you know what that app is going to be able to have access to. So what if you get the app and then you delete it? Is it too late? I hope it? not, and I really don't know. I, I think in most cases, probably you're you're fine. Uh, but if it's if it's a, a government you know program or something, we just we don't know the extent of who's who's yeah. watching us and what they're capable of. When it comes to things like avoiding being tracked by advertisers, just get rid of the the apps. Or, you know, limit yourself. When you buy online, you're going to get hit mm-hmm. uh, by advertisers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can go in and you can disable the ads or you can just say, you know, I don't, I'm opting out. Sometimes you can't. Mm-hmm. So it really is just take a good look at the technology you're using, mm-hmm. how you can eliminate uh, the tracking as much as possible. Mm-hmm. But, you know, unfortunately we can't stop. There are spy satellites above us so we don't even know we're there and they have incredible ability now to to look through your ceilings your walls well, they're only going to be over your home for a fraction of a fraction of a second but the the invasion of our privacy is it's something that i think we're going to have to deal with it's really came into its own right after the, the uh the terrorist attacks and um, yeah. 9/11 yeah. with the Patriot Act, and then the Patriot Act got re, re you know reintroduced, and there was more added to it. Yeah, and then the now whole, the whole lawsuit so, with Apple too is just so clear. It's like, what was the point of that? We knew somebody was just going to get in there, you know. Yeah, it was like, exactly. It was like smoke and mirrors. It's like, come on, you know, like you're not doing what you want to do anyway. It's like, yeah. like you said, we need to wake up, take responsibility, and sort of not be so afraid to see the truth of what's going on here. Yeah, and and really the most important part of doing that is in your personal relationships because that's where you do have control. That's where you do have power. You can't shoot down a satellite, you know, in the atmosphere, but you can certainly detach yourself from narcissists. You can certainly stop watching the news and accepting everything they say is gospel truth. You can certainly spend less time on social networking and more time going after a goal or a dream. Uh, and you can certainly try to program and control your own mind for your own benefit. Those are things that we have control over. Yes, and then ultimately, I, I love this, we can go back to what is natural and the thing that has a lasting effect that is good. And that, those are things like real contact with human beings, real yeah. exchanges, philanthropic deeds, uh, thinking good thoughts, putting good things in your mind and body. I mean... These are the things that ripple out, and you know are the good stuff. Harder to do, but, boy, it's worth it. So uh, your uh, invitation for us to do our due diligence, while it might be an effort, ultimately is going to pay off. I think so. And, I, and again, I am a firm believer in educating people because I think once you understand what's happening, you become more aware of it, and you start to take the steps to deal with it. I don't think people like to be manipulated by the news media, so if they're aware it's happening, they're going to step back and go, whoa, wait a second, do I really believe that, or is that really true? I don't see a, a source to that statement. Is that just your opinion? You know, people will start asking questions, and that's a good thing. You always want to question authority, mm-hmm. always. Yes, you do, and gratefully. <laughs> Whenever possible. <laughs> yep. <laughs> My goodness. All right, we're coming up to the top of the hour, Marie Jones. 
We're so glad that you have taken your time and care, you and your co-author, Larry Flaxman, to compile this book for us, a little great little Bible for folks out there. If you're online, go ahead and, and get a copy. Hand it out to your friends. It'll be your little Bible for how to know what's going on, the history of mind control, et cetera, and where to you know, focus your attention. And you, you discussed the, the gun issues and the mass killings. and I mean, you, from soup to nuts, this is a great uh, Bible. It's all in there. Yeah. We tried to make it comprehensive. You, you did a great job. And, oh, thank uh, you. So as we come to the top of the hour, we want folks to know where they can get a hold of you and what do you want to leave us with. Uh, well, they can... Contact me through my website, which is mariedjones.com, and I am on social networking. Um, but, I, yeah, I really, you know, this is really scary stuff, and, and trust me, there's scarier stuff in the book that we couldn't get to. But I'm a really positive, cheerful person because I've chosen to learn and understand and try to do what I can, and also to focus on the positives. The stronger and happier you are as an individual, the harder it is going to be for somebody to manipulate you. Oh, I love that. The stronger and happier you are as an individual, the harder it will be for anyone to manipulate you. That's a bumper sticker, Marie. It is. <laughs> I think that you've got another little little added stream of uh, income there, right? <laughs> or a T-shirt. There you go. Anti-mind control products, sir. <laughs> Well, thank, thank you for that. I like it. It's a, a good way to end, a good way for us to transition. Hey, will you come back and talk with us again, Marie? Absolutely. I would love to. Anytime. Beautiful. Well, we wish you the best of luck with your book. Get a copy, everybody. Mind Wars, Marie Jones and Larry Flaxman. It's out. It's in print. A History of Mind Control, Surveillance, and Social Engineering by the Government, Media, and Secret Societies. We wish you the best of luck, Marie. Oh, thank you so much. Take yeah, care. You bet. Take care. Everybody, sit tight. We're going to be back for our wrap right here on Mary Ann Live. Don't back in just a minute. Hi, everybody. I'm relationship expert and radio talk show host, Marianne Camarado. And I'm David Raynaud. We want to talk to you for a minute about the changing world of dating and relationships and how self-inquiry can help. Honey, did you know that 44% of the U.S. population is single and over 50% end in divorce? Yet, we spend an average of one-third of our lives trying to find a great relationship or get help with the ones we already have. Yep, that's exactly why we created the first ever of its kind, the Great Relationships Begin Within Self-Inquiry Divination Deck, because we know what it takes to attract and create a healthy, fulfilling, sustainable relationship. And it's really simple. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com. To be a good father is the most important job in a man's life. But it doesn't have to be hard. Play catch. Go to a park or visit a zoo. Help your child with their homework. Sit down together for dinner. Ask them how their day was. Things get busy, and sometimes we all fall short. But the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one eight seven seven for dad 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Stuff, stuff, stuff. Where can I contain all of my stuff? Hmm. 
Hmm, how about this? The Container Store, the original storage and organization store. And I found their link on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page. They have containers for everything, including the kitchen, the bathroom, trash and recycling, traveling, spring cleaning, and dorm rooms. Just about everything you can think of to contain your stuff. The Container Store, right on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page. HealthyLife.net, where positive overcomes negative. All right, everybody. Scary stuff, I know. Everybody's, like, turning off their mobile device finder locator and looking in their little camera, and we've taken pictures of me. Stop it. All right, take a deep breath. Let's regroup and ground. We've got some great advice. The people who have a good sense, solid sense of self are the least easy to manipulate. Put your energy there. Keep tuning in to Healthy Life on Radio. Marianne Live in particular. We love having you here. Thank you for joining us today, everybody. A big... Big shout-out to Marie Jones. Lots of hugs and love to her and Larry Flaxman for their new book, Mind Wars. And join us next week. Tracy Stein is going to be with us talking about how we do just that, building self-esteem, self-worth right here in the house. She's a hypnotherapist, and she's going to teach us how to uh, counterbalance some of the information we were talking about today. Yeah, I don't leave you hanging. We do that right here in Marion Life. See you next week, everybody. Go do something for somebody else. Don't let them know you did it. Third party of practice. Blessings until then.